0: Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now rooftop solar is becoming a mainstream product. Drive around your neighborhood, you're pretty much guaranteed to see solar panels on people's rooftops. That's why it's so common. The paybacks are short, and the reliability of these systems is excellent. 25-year warranty on the equipment. But we're still 100% dependent on utilities for power every night. Sun goes down, no solar power. And when there are power failures, which are becoming increasingly more frequent, customers suffer. I mean, you want backup power. I mean, if if not just for your refrigerator and your heating, you want some power for your, your toys, your TV, your phones. So there's increasing need for home battery backup systems. Now, I started installing battery backup systems back in 2001 using lead acid batteries. And I stopped in 2004 because these systems essentially were a science project. There was a lot of maintenance and support involved, and you know we kind of had to be in touch with our customers all the time. And it was kind of, uh, you know, really one of those things that the customers had to maintain it because it wasn't cost effective to send a service truck out every time to add water to the batteries or change the charge controller. And what's happened over the years is the utilities have been changing their electric rates to make you rooftop solar are less favorable. They change the time of use periods. They they add demand charges. They make it so that generating power in the middle of the day isn't as valuable to people. In the meantime, they're continuing to increase their rates. Now, what's interesting is that a home battery storage system solves this problem. It also solves this problem for businesses. And these battery storage systems can provide backup power. So after two years at looking at all the new different battery storage systems, I'm very happy to say that there are a few complete systems on the market that are reliable and cost-effective. And from an installer's perspective, I want to install something that's reliable and cost-effective for my customers. I don't like to have, like, hassles. So in my opinion, LG Chem makes one of the very best home battery systems. This week, our special guest on the show is Lynn Tran. She's the Western Regional Sales Manager for LG Chem Power. She's introducing the LG Chem battery to solar installers and helping educate the industry about the installation requirements for home and business battery systems. So welcome to the show, Lynn. Hi there. (laughs) All right. So just give us a little bit of introduction about LG Chem's energy storage products.
1: Sure. Um, LG Chem ResU uh, stands for Residential Energy Storage Unit. Um, It's now available in North America. And we have both a low-voltage 48-volt version and a high-voltage 400-volt version.
0: Okay, and what markets are those two versions kind of appropriate for?
1: Doesn't matter, actually. Uh, Just depending on the type of inverter that's um, being adopted by the installer.
0: Okay, so depending on the inverter, you may want to go with a 48-volt system or a 400-volt system. Correct. Okay, good, good. You know, there's a lot of systems out there that are complete package systems, and there's inverter companies that have batteries. What's LG Chem's philosophy as far as working with other system components?
1: LG Chem is very focused on being a DC supplier. We're very much so staying in our lane um, and uh, within our IP. Uh, so we treat our partners, uh, inverter partners, controller partners um, out in the market as, as such, as partners. Uh, that's a little bit overused term there.
0: OK, so that, that's kind of important for a solar installer to make sure that depending on whatever inverter you're using, your equipment you're using, the LG Chem battery is something that can kind of fit into that. Correct. OK. All right, good, good. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit of information about the specifications of the popular ResU10H battery?
1: The ResU10H battery is uh, approximately 215 pounds. It's 29 by 36 by 8 approximately, a very slim profile, and it is wall-mountable.
0: Okay, so, you know, when I had the opportunity to work with one of these things and to install one in our office just on a test, you know what it kind of reminded me of? I kind of look at my LG refrigerator at home. And you know, the refrigerator's got this big door on it. The LG Chem battery is about half the size of that big stainless steel refrigerator door. It's the same depth. The caveat being, it weighs 215 pounds, so it's it's kind of a beast. Now, how does that install on the wall? Are walls strong enough to support that?
1: Yes, uh, we do have a wall mounting bracket. You can definitely hit some studs on it. Um, and we, it is heavy, uh, but we do manufacture uh, lifting handles, uh, so you actually can purchase them. Uh, from your distributor and be able to install the unit a little bit more easily.
0: Right. So for you installers out there, the hint is this thing comes on a pallet and you you make sure that you have a couple of lifting handles with each crew that's using it and maybe a, a folding cart that you can roll the battery over to the indoor wall or outdoor wall in which you want to install it. It's got a really great bracket that mounts on the wall and hitting a number of studs. So you know, the wall's going to have to fall down for this thing to come out, so it gets installed solidly. And then, you know, a, a couple of guys or gals just lift it up and hang it on the wall, just like we used to install the the big heavy inverters, and then you bolt it on, and then a little bit of connections. So tell me about your target market for who you want to install these systems. Is this something that, like, a homeowner can pick up at Home Depot, just like they can get an LG refrigerator?
1: Fortunately, no. Uh, We rely on installers to be able to put the product out in the market. Our channels to market are through traditional distribution, and so installers can go to their nearest distributor and source the Resu product.
0: Okay, so for homeowners who are interested in battery storage system, you'd contact one of your local solar installers who's been qualified to install an LG Chem battery system. Correct. Okay, good, good. All right. And what else has involved installing one of these batteries? You just hang it on the wall and plug it in, or is there some software that you have to do, or is there any tricky wiring that's necessary?
1: Um, it's designed to be a very simple product to use and install. The one uh, one requirement will be to um, be trained as a certified installer. So we do have a ResU 10-H installer certification program. Uh, once you take that, um, you're able to install the ResU 10H product and have the warranties intact.
0: Okay, good, and for you installers out there, I managed to pass the certified installation test. I have a little certificate that says I'm certifiable, and that's kind of the process that you go through. Now, in terms of the other things that go into the system, you've got the LG Chem battery. Obviously, there's an inverter that that goes with that. What inverters are optimized right now or now or in the future for the LG Chem battery?
1: Right now, it's the SolarEdge 7600. And coming up will be uh, the SMA inverter.
0: Okay, good. So you picked, like, my two favorite string inverter companies. SolarEdge is great and the SMA is great. They both make really, really good equipment. You know, a little bit of difference. SolarEdge has an optimizer strategy and SMA is a string inverter pure strategy with multiple PowerPoint inputs. But both of those products are really absolutely bulletproof and reliable. Now, anything special needed if somebody wants to get backup power from this battery?
1: No, uh, just the application for however you um, are going to operate the battery will be done through the solar SolarEdge.
0: Controls. Okay, good, good. So we're designing battery backup systems and and battery storage systems for our customers in Silicon Valley right now. And you know what I've noticed is a lot of customers want to have backup power. They want to be able to connect in, and you know if the power, if the utility power goes out, they want they want some power. So we have to install a backup subpanel. With the solar ridge inverter, and that's, you know, a little bit of wiring, but it's straightforward. But the elegance of it right now is, you know, if there's a one-minute or two-day power failure, you've got, you know, 9.3 available kilowatt hours of power from that battery. And I just did a calculation for a customer yesterday. That's easily enough to power their critical loads for two days. The advantage of it connecting with a solar system is that that solar will recharge the battery during the day. So that's a really great permanent installation. So anything else? that? What about the economics? I mean, how do the economics work for a homeowner?
1: Actually, it varies greatly. Um, and from LG Chem's perspective, we're a little bit uh, at arm's length for that. Um, again, our channels to market through distribution, so depending on where the product is sourced, it will ultimately affect the economics for the customer. Yeah.
0: Okay, good, good. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the other end. I'm at the sharp end of the stick. I'm talking to customers, prodding them to put in these systems. And the economics are really good if you're looking at backup power. You know, it makes more sense than a generator. And because of the way the and es rates are, there's tiered and time of use rates, this allows you to do load shifting. So you can save your power when it's expensive and store that in your battery. And then at night when the power gets really expensive, then you can actually run from your own battery power. And also there's a rebate program in California Called the SGIP program. And it's absolutely terrific to reduce that upfront cost of batteries. Okay, Lynn, I've heard about cell phone batteries burning. P- Fortunately, that's never happened in my pocket. But could a lithium ion battery storage system actually catch fire and burn?
1: Uh, yes. Any lithium battery has potential to be hazardous.
0: Okay, and so what protections do manufacturers take to minimize those dangers?
1: Manufacturing, Uh, that's where it starts. Uh, Manufacturing defects have been sort of by and large the defect of of why these batteries in the news have been catching on fire. LG Chem, we manufacture our own batteries and our own manufacturing plants. Um, It's all quality controlled under our own roof. Uh, we make the material. We make the material in between the lithium. We make the cells, and then we make the modules. So, um, the level of quality in within your manufacturing is where lithium-ion safety starts.
0: So let's talk a little bit about packaging. i filled around with lithium-ion batteries in little toys, and appliances, and things we have. And, and sometimes the batteries in my old cell phone came in a little like you know rectangular metal container. And sometimes the batteries were just in this like flexible packet. You know, in the LG Chem battery, how is it packaged so that it's going to be isolated from any fire?
1: The first question, the the cell itself is in an aluminum pouch. So if there's any expansion of it, it's just going to puff up a little bit. And if it opens, uh, there's no liquid to come out. There's nothing that will drip out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, How uh, LG Chem protects against uh, lithium fires is being able to understand how the cell can be operated and be able to mechanically place that within the pack uh, to be able to cool effectively, and be able to be monitored for its uh, temperature and, and voltage.
0: So one of the things that really struck me when we started installing one of the LG Chem battery systems is we looked at and hefted just an empty case. So just the empty case of the LG Chem you know, 400 battery, the, the ResU 10H battery, just the empty case was like 85 pounds. I mean, two guys had to carry just the case. It was like this bulletproof, safe-like stainless steel and aluminum enclosure. And that didn't include any of the batteries. So I'm just kind of doing the math there. You know, it's 130 pounds of batteries or so. So you've packaged it really effectively. So even if there was a problem, it's going to kind of be enclosed in this case that's not going to burn.
1: Right. It's aluminum and steel, um, and it's a very robust unit.
0: Yeah. Robust is an understatement. I think I don't have to go to the gym anymore if I install a lot of these things. All right. So, you know, read a lot about some of the the restrictions on lithium ion batteries, but heck, you know, a lot of people are driving around with these things in their car. Are there any hazardous material regulations that apply to these battery systems?
1: Yes, um, as the Re- the Resu battery, along with other similar products on the market, um, any lithium battery greater than 66 pounds requires DOT certification. Uh, to be able to transport it.
0: So that pretty much includes every lithium-ion battery system that, that's used for, you know, home energy storage. So all the systems that I saw at InterSolar and SPI and they're gonna see um, in a few months at SPI, there's DOT regulations that apply to that. Now what is that? Does that mean that there just has to be a label on there or are there more specifics related to those DOT regulations?
1: You'll have to go through the DOT certification to to learn them all. Um, But yes, uh, the materials have to be appropriately uh, labeled, uh, but also has to go into actually how you're handling it. Anyone who's shipping, receiving, or transporting uh, Class 9 materials um, on public roadways will need to have DOT.
0: Wow. So that means that every installer that installs a lithium-ion battery system, regardless of manufacturer, has to be trained and take a DOT certification course if they're going to be driving on a public road. Correct. That is really different than anything that you know, really has happened. This, this is one of those things that's outside of the range of standard you know, rooftop solar installer expertise and, and really outside of the range of anything that the battery storage guys have been doing using lead-acid batteries. So what's involved? You know, how, how can a solar installer learn about this, and how can a solar installer take this DOT certification test?
1: Right. It's a lot easier uh, than as it sounds. Um, LG Chem, we've tried to make uh, being uh, an easy partner to work with, and we provide resources on where you can obtain your certification, uh, even online. Uh, However way you... Take the coursework. Um, as long as you have the DOT certification, uh, you should be good. It's not an LG Chem requirement, um, but we do provide resources on how you can get it accomplished. Yeah,
0: you know, it's admirable that LG Chem is kind of out there. In my talking to other manufacturers, LG Chem is the only company that's really talking specifically about the certification that that all solar installers need transport these lithium-ion battery systems. Now, does just one person at a company need to do this? I mean, say you have like five installation crews, does it just like one person, the installation manager have to take this course, or does everybody on each crew, or just one person on each crew, or maybe just the person that's driving the truck have to take this course?
1: Uh, The person driving the truck, typically, or um, the individual at the warehouse who is uh, managing um, inventory. Again, we do provide resources on even how to manage a hazardous material program within your organization. Lots of resources to pass on.
0: Okay, and then where could installers kind of get information about these, um, these requirements? Contact me. All right. So how can they contact you? Is yes. it, it all right. Is there a website? Is there an LG Chem place? I don't know if you want to give out your email to everybody on the radio, but yeah. go ahead.
1: No, actually, I, I would prefer email. Um, I try to work as direct as I can with as many installers. My email is ltran at com, and feel free to reach out to me for any information that I can share.
0: Okay. Now, what about your distributors? Are your distributors offering training on these systems also?
1: Yes, we have great distributor partners. Um, they actually will host and conduct uh, their customers to come in and do training, um, of which we you know, share the same information, uh, just whatever we can do to get the word out.
0: And what distributors are you working with right now? Say an installer is interested in, in an LG Chem battery. Who can they buy it from?
1: Sure. Uh, you can buy it from Baywall. AEE Solar, CED Green Tech, Kranich Solar, and Inner Island Solar out on the Hawaiian Islands.
0: Oh, so who had the job of going out to meet with Rick and Collie in Hawaii? That would be me. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a rough job. Okay, so it sounds like you've got a great group of distributors, and I had the pleasure of attending a course with LG Chem and Baywa at Intersolar, and, and you know I learned a lot, and that's how I was, you know became certifiable. So, how long are these courses? You know, in order for an installer to learn about becoming certified, I mean, how much time will they have to invest to take this course?
1: For LG Kim's installation certification, yeah. um, uh, assuming that you have the materials in front of you, I would say it take no longer than 30 minutes, 45 minutes uh, to complete the online test. Uh, you'll find that we really try to push the installer through the installation manual, the user's guide, just the literature in general, and, yeah, trying to make things as simple as possible, hence why the test is online.
0: Okay. And then the certification requirements for DOT apply really to every battery, every lithium ion battery storage system. So, you know, I've installed a Enphase system. It's great. And there's a, a, a Dara juice box system out there and Sonnen and half a dozen other companies have systems. So really any installer that's installing these things, any person that's driving the truck has to go through that same certification. All right. So in addition to contacting you via email, is there a website that people can go to that have information on, on the training requirements that are necessary for lithium ion? You know, and, and, and maybe it's on the LG Chem website. Where would they go for that?
1: Um, I would just go to dot.gov.
0: Okay. Now, do the distributors have this information on their websites?
1: I don't believe so. Uh, all the information for um, the DOT certification that we discuss um, is provided through LG Chem through the distributor to the installer.
0: All right, so if you're an installer and you're interested, the best way to learn about the DOT shipping requirements, which I believe are really important, is to contact Lynn at LG Chem. That's that's L-T-R-A-N at Chem dot com. And Lynn can send you a one-page sheet that summarizes the information you need to know including the links that are necessary to go to this DOT program and you can see you know from an installers perspective we're kind of expecting this process to be easy and Lynn's done a very very good job at LG to kind of focus it all on one page so you know we've got a ways to go within the industry so that everybody's you know meeting those requirements but this is really really a great first step what should the solar industry be doing to educate solar installers about these new battery technologies? Are we doing enough as an industry to, to let customers know what they need to know and also installers?
1: Ah, tough question. It's hard to say. Um, I, I would have, what I do know is I would have liked to have seen more lithium safety already in the market by the time that I got there. You know, we're not the first product to market, but I did find out that the DOT information was new news. So I think there should be more information uh, made available around uh, the safety around solar plus storage.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like right now the place where this information is coming from, it's coming from LG Chem, and it's also coming from the distributors. And then and you also mentioned, in addition to the people who are driving the truck— the people in the warehouses have to be sensitive about this training. So if you have a solar, if you're in a solar and you have a warehouse with a half a dozen of these batteries, regardless of the manufacturer, you also need to make sure your warehouse manager is trained for these. Correct. Once again, you've got to shipping go... Shipping or receiving. Shipping or receiving. Okay. All right. Well, Lynn, how did you get into the solar and battery storage business? What, what got you involved with this to begin with?
1: Um, I fell in love with batteries uh, from Tesla Um, I actually come from the demand response space, and uh, I introduced Tesla to some of their first PG&E pilot customers, and they were looking for very specific load profiles. I knew exactly who to ask, and I saw my customers just eat it up. And, um, you know, just listening to how those relationships in the pilot evolved, um, started sniffing around batteries and... I went to go work for a battery manufacturer.
0: Yeah, well, I I think you ended up in a really, really good place at a really, really good time because um, the customers that we're talking to in Silicon Valley are just very, very interested in battery storage, both for the economic reasons and also for battery backup. Okay, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcast.